Will our gang defeat the Whisperers? LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead Review, episode 110. Today's for the comic to comic review. Chapter 28, A Certain Doom. You know, that certain one. It's that certain kind of doom. You know, it's looking doomy outside. It's uh, 10 after the top of the hour, 10 minutes into the hour, and uh, 10 minutes have passed since it happened. I don't know why I'm doing a radio, radio DJ voice. Like in a smooth jazz station, you know. Welcome to chapter 28, a certain doom. We all know what that doom is. We've all been there in life. We all know what that's like to have a certain doom, a certain doomy day. And, you know, we're, here we are. We're going we're gonna to push forward. We're going we're gonna to deal with it. And we're going to fight off these whisperers and the wanderers or walkers or whatever the fuck they are. We're going we're gonna to survive this, guys. Anyway, Andrea, Eugene, Dwight, all lead horses. And they're all, you know, leading the horde away. They're trying to get all the different groups of the horde basically trying to corral them away from going into uh, Hilltop, Alexandria, where the fuck it is. I think they're at Alexandria at this point. Uh, they're trying to lead them away from, from going into town, obviously. They're all doing this on horseback. They're trying to pull them away. You know, chaos ensues, and things do not go our way. <laughs> uh, I'll get there, though. Shit does go down in this in this chapter here. It's, it's very grim, but we will definitely get there. Anyway, my notes are very short for this episode, because a lot of this is devoted to one thing that I'll get to. So it's it's going to be a quick one. We're going to be in and out of here. The horde is at the gates there, Alexandria. I'm just going to say Alexandria. I keep forgetting where the fuck they are because they don't, unless they label it and say, here we are at Alexandria, I don't know where they are. Anyway, the horde is getting, they're pushing up against the fence so hard that they're crushing themselves. And they keep going like, they can't push us down. They'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. I'm like, why wouldn't they? They just push forward without any, any, <laughs> it's Black Friday shoppers. It's just, they push each other and crush each other to death. They don't give a shit about each other. They're just trying to get into that Walmart, into your sweet, sweet Alexandria Walmart. They don't care. They'll keep pushing until that goddamn door, until that, until that goddamn fence knocks down. Why do you think they couldn't do that? And it seems like eventually, like World War Z, they would get crushed and then fall, and then the, the, basically the, the ground would raise up a foot and a half. And then it would just keep raising up, and they can just basically a fucking a hill of zombies that they could just crawl over or walkers, and then they could just walk over the top of the wall. It seems fairly obvious to me. I'm like, you really need to deal with this. You can't just defend, you know, depend on your your goddamn thin gate to keep them out. Anyway, the uh, they're all inside. The, the gate does get knocked down, obviously, because because obviously Negan saves Rick, and then they go into this house. And so you're like, oh, Negan disc like if Negan could have let Rick die right there. And that it, but it's still Negan, so you're like, what's his plan here? <laughs> like you never you'll never trust him. It'll just never happen. You're never gonna get a point where you're like, you know what, Negan's right. We're we're just gonna follow him a little bit, and I'm sure it won't go to his head again. So you're always like, why is he saving Rick though? He's saving him, but why? What's his, I know he's saving him because he he wants to save him, but What's the real reason there? You really got to play a fucking detective when you're examining Negan's behavior like some sort of psychoanalysis. There, there's always a deeper meaning to what he's doing. It's never just out of the generosity of his psychopath heart. It's never going to be that. So what's the real reason, Negan? What's on your mind? What's the trick up your sleeve there? Uh, the Inside that building there, inside the house, him and Rick start talking. Negan really bears his soul right here. I fucking love it. And he's basically saying Lucia was his wife. 
She was dying. He couldn't kill her, though, so he had someone else do it uh, while he wasn't there because he was, he, he's too much of a pussy, uh, I guess, is his, his feelings on it. And he's like, he's still regretting it, and you can tell it's really eating him up inside, much like a zombie would do. It, it's really getting to him. Him and Rick finally have a heart-to-heart there. You finally see a little bit more of... Uh, I mean, in the last episode, they revealed that some woman was named Lucille, and he named the bat after her. So he finally opens up and says what it is, and you finally get a little bit of a glimpse in, the, in his past, like a real glimpse into what happened before you know he became the Negan we all know and love and hate and get our skulls crushed in by and our eyes popped out by. We, we really see a little bit. I fucking love it. I hope the show does that. Uh, I hope the show, that goddamn horror show, I hope it takes a, a cue from this and just lets... Negan live with with Rick at the end of it. I think that's what they're doing. It seems like they're setting it up in the TV show so far. I've only seen up to episode 804. I think that's what they're doing. That's why they're setting up Rick being a fucking monster. They even named an episode after it. Uh, Maybe that's what they're doing. That Rick won't kill him. And then we can keep uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan to be in every 16th episode. Wouldn't that be fun? He's basically like one episode a season now. He's barely goddamn in the show, Negan. Uh, They're not focusing at all. Drive me nuts. Drive me nuts. You goddamn horror show. Anyway, they start to go outside and they're taking shifts and they're killing him. Uh, Negan and Rick are taking turns there. Rick saves Negan this time. And then Sadiq and all his men go into this house, they, in Eugene's house. They see that Eugene has a radio, and he's like, oh, it's working. And, and he starts talking to uh, what the hell that girl's name was in Ohio. I don't remember her fucking name. And he's like, hello? And she's like, who's this? Who is this? Because her, her and uh, whatever the hell her name is, and Eugene made a, a pact that nobody else would talk on the radio. And God forbid if somebody else does, she won't trust him anymore. He, is he is he doing like a CB sex, like a long distance radio sex with this girl? Is is he? I sound like a a message every girl gets in their Facebook messenger. Do you do sex? Do you do sex? Show show boob show boob. Do you do sex? You like sex? You want sex for me? It, it sort of felt like I was saying there. Is he is he having? Radio sex with this girl because I don't know why she's so she's so territorial. Like nobody else can talk to me. You're my you only only you are my man. If I hear another another girl in the background of this radio, we are done. It's like Jesus Christ, lady. None of that happened. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, the Savior show up at, at uh, Alexandria after they get rid of all the the zombies there, and they they pull Heath off his horse, and then yeah, so they're there, and you could tell this is when they're gonna attack. Aha! We finally got you, Eugene. Uh, meanwhile, is he's going out there to help Al- Andrea and everything. She fa- he falls off his horse. A- Andrea goes to save him because he's exhausted because he rode through the whole all through the night. Uh, he went over the river and through the hills, something like that, in the to Alexandria's. I'm abandoning this bit right now because I don't remember how the lyrics of that song go. Anyway, he falls off his horse because he's exhausted. Andrea goes to save him. She gets bit. She gets bitten. That, that's the proper word. She's she's bited. Uh, a chunk of her is, is, is boating out. It, it it bought her off. Anyway, Carl arrives. So she's bitten. So I almost, I almost just breezed right over that because I was getting fixated on saying it wrong on purpose. She gets bitten. A- Andrea, the character from like chapter one in Rick's uh, fuck hole, his, his warm, sweet, 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 warm hole. She's getting bitten. She's going to die. Can you believe that? She's been long dead in the TV show for good reason. In this, holy shit, she, she just uh, got bitten. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, whoa, that was unexpected. Okay, I guess they're doing this. So, so Rick's got to go through some, sh- through some shit here in this, in this war with the Whisperers. Carl arrives in Alexandria, and so do the Saviors, like I said. I guess I said that out of order there. Who cares? 
Uh, they all they, they fend off all the zombies there because Carl was just kind of waiting beside a bridge here for a while, and he was leading a different army. And they finally go up there, and they they all clear them out. Sherry is the leader of the Saviors. It's, she's insane. She's a fucking insane person, but she has a terrible, terrible leader name. Like, we must do everything our queen, <clears throat> Sherry, insists that we do. We will follow her to the grave. All hail, queen, <clears throat> Sherry. Like, it's such a not a leader name. She should go to Cher. It sounds a little too much like Cher, Cher you know, the singer Cher, the, the robotic singer Cher, the android we all know and love named Cher. Anyway... She Sherry goes into a room with Rick and they start talking about what they want to do and she attacks Rick and she starts to fuck him up. Starts punching him in the face. He kicks her back. She falls back like a fucking comedy sketch, like something out of a Coen Brothers movie. Hits her head on the table and dies. Like a million dollar baby. <laughs> like, I mean, she didn't die in that movie right away from the injury, but you know what I mean? Like like that. And I was like, oh, that's just, that's it? That's how she dies? Okay. There's no explaining this for Rick, so he's fucked. They... Eventually, Dwight goes inside into the room, and he's like really fucking mad about Sherry because that was his ex-wife, and, and before Negan took her and uh, you know Neganed her up. That uh, almost sounded racist for some reason. Neganed, Neganed her up. Let me be very clear on what I said there. Anyway, he's very mad about this. This is where Andrea comes in there, and we see that she or she shows the bite mark to to Rick and she's like it's cool don't worry about it and he's like what the fuck and he starts freaking out so he's losing his 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 wife technically Dwight's losing his wife and then it's just a lot of wife losing in this episode uh, and then the next long section of the chat of the chapter here is the reason I don't have very many notes is because so much of this was just everybody going in one by one saying goodbye to Andrea and she's just like they're all in the doorway they don't go into it it's so weird they're all like I remember this one time I thought you were a bitch but then you end up being cool thanks for that I was like, that's as much as you can muster up for that, huh? You really put your heart into that one. Or like, one time I, I debated if I wanted to, to ask you out because I really want to fuck you, but then you were like, you, you, you seem like a bitch, so I didn't, I didn't want to do that. One time you made cookies, and they were pretty good. I mean, they weren't like cookie cookies because we don't have all the materials, but you, you made your version of cookies, and I, I only vomited a little bit, and I do appreciate that. They were, uh, they were pretty all right. Like, that's like the, the most insulting compliments they're compulsults that you can you can give to someone they all sounded like they were like we don't, I don't really know you but even ne Negan does this one he's like I didn't really know you but you're hot and you seem cool I'm sorry this happened to you you didn't deserve it and I was like oh Negan <laughs> like such a weird uh such a weird character to be like I don't know why Andrea would even allow him in there first of all I guess you can really stop him at this point but uh I like that he still said something to her and he still actually complimented her in his in his gross way. Anyway, they're all saying their goodbye, and then the the death in the comic is so much more emotional than in the TV show, the goddamn horror TV show. But obviously, because we care about her more, and in the TV show, she gets locked in a room with like this the doctor and the fucking the governor kills the doctor, and she's tied to a chair. So the doctor bites her and turns her. And then she blows her goddamn brains out. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't care, Andrea. I don't care. Kind of forgot about you by now. I like the actress a lot. A lot of people hated her. I don't know why. She's a Frank Darabont regular. I, I like her a lot. She was fine. I, her her w fucking anger bothered me. She was angry at fucking everything. She acted like a goddamn teenager, but she's in it well into her 30s. And I'm like, why are you so angry? Why? I, 
irrationally angry. She she didn't connect to anybody. She started to connect with Daryl at one point. Or no, I'm I'm, I'm uh, Shane at one point there in season two, and then they just uh, I think they fucked a couple times or something. I don't remember. I have to. I'm just starting to do the reviews on season two. I'll, I'll get there. But then she just dies, and nobody cares, and we forget about her from there. In the comic, though, fucking Rick. She's she's Rick's. Uh, like I said, wormhole, sweet sweet wormhole. She she's a she's a you know basically a mother figure to Carl. She's become that, and she's very important. I'll get back to my seriousness of calling her wormhole. But <laughs> I'll be serious here. And it, it, so it's a it's a long goodbye to her. It really is. This is what this certain this is what this certain doom episode should have been called. This is a long goodbye or something like that. It's a it's a sweet moment there. It's a bunch of pages there. It is a, bu- a huge chunk of the chapter just saying goodbye to her. Eventually, she turns there, and Rick is laying with her. He's debating on doing it or if he wants to just let her kill him. He's really debate, weighing his options there. She starts to attack him, and he seems like he's just going to let her bite him. He eventually just stabs her in the goddamn, like, right beside the eyeball. I'm like, that is a brutal spot to do it, dude. You're like, in the side of the head or in the temple or something. And not right in the eye. Like, not in the eyeball, but, like, it might have pierced the back of the eye. It was so close. Like, we just didn't see it. Anyway, the saviors are outside rebuilding uh, because they're like, this is what Sherry wants. This is what Sherry wants you to re- help rebuild. They all start rebuilding Alexander to get the wall back up. Everything's fine because Andrea's process apparently drove out for weeks, <laughs> weeks of dying, whatever. Uh, that's how long it would take to fix whatever the, the fucking whisperers destroyed. They eventually find out that Sherry died. They start to pull guns on him, and they're going to start a war here. And Negan, of all people, comes out, and he's like, are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? Sherry was an insane bitch. Like, trust me, she's one of my wives. She was fucking insane. Rick is awesome. If, you know, she attacked Rick, he killed her. Do you really fucking want this? Do you really goddamn want this? Or do you just want peace? Like, we can, we, can, we can just move on from here. We don't ever have to talk about it again. What happened, happened. It's in the past there. Please fuck off. Please go away. Seriously, this doesn't need to escalate anything else. We don't need everyone here to die over nothing. Fuck Sherry. Fuck Sherry. Like I did. Fuck Sherry. Fuck her a lot. I'm sorry, Dwight. Sorry you're, you're right there listening to me. But I seriously fucked that girl so many times in all three holes in surprising orders. And it, it, oh my God. Uh, I'm going to keep quoting uh, uh, Pete Holmes there in, as his Batman. Because whenever I do my uh, Daryl or... Because he basically... Daryl basically sounds like Pete Holmes as Batman in the Funnier Die sketches now. <laughs> Come on, Rick, let's go. And you're like, God, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> Can't you talk like a person anymore? He's all high-pitched in the early seasons. Now he's like a grunting man. It's so strange. Anyway, they're rebuilding Alexandria. They're getting the finish, finish touches there. They're doing a bunch of funerals there. Andrea's grave. Rick is in bed. He gets up and he wanders out. And he's all shirtless. All shirtless and stuff. You know, he's got that one arm. He takes off his hand there. He just, he just has one arm and a stump. And he goes out and he sleeps on Andrea's grave. And that's how the comic ends. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, the comic gets you so more emotional than the, the fucking horror TV show. I was like, holy shit. Like, I actually care about Rick and I care about Andrea and I care about all these characters that I don't at all in the, in the TV show. But I want to. I want to so much. Uh, the TV show gave, just recently gave us a glimpse into Ezekiel, and I'm like, holy shit, he's a really good actor. I like this character now. That's all they're giving you. You're not going to get anything out of, out of Daryl or anything anybody else. That's just all you're going to get. They don't care. They're more concerned about showing things and moving around and driving their cars and, and uh, shooting things and and don't give a shit about their emotional capabilities of their characters. They're revealing, peeling back the onion layers. They don't give a shit about that. They're not willing to, to do that, even though they have really good actors 
every single person on the cast is a great actor, <clears throat> except Enid. And then every single character is great, and we'll never know. We will just never know. We'll never see it. It'll never come up. All they care about is showing the action, which is... Even the action isn't good because it doesn't show you what's happening. You're just seeing things happen without any meaning behind it. Negan War... Ne the war against Negan's coming up here. I don't care. It wasn't justified at this point. They haven't showed enough Negan. They haven't showed him do anything, really. They, he stabbed Spencer, had someone else shoot, shoot fucking Denise or Olivia or the, whatever the fucking one it was. And then uh, that was it. I mean, he did kill, you know, Abraham and Glenn. That was it. Uh, it was like a season and a half ago at this point. I don't... I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I don't care about the, your war against Negan. It's so unjustified. It doesn't feel like it's, it's necessary at this point. You needed to show more of him being a, a tyrannical dick. You had to, and you fucked it up, and it's too late now. Anyway, I'm going to get out of here. Go to liwstudios.com. Check out all the shows. Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. Please, 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 please subscribe. Share with your friends. Share wherever you can. Get them to subscribe. Please do it. I love you. Anyway. Until next time, and in the meantime, I am Phoenix West. I will see you later, citizens. So long.